Friends, I feel refreshed. <laughs> I wonder if the Doppler radar picked up a little <laughs> storm we just had in here. And it's amazing, right, what we can do when we put our hands and our hearts to something with some intention. I mean, there was a moment in that second go-around where we were doing the finger popping, and I closed my eyes, and I really was like, wow, there's a leak over here. Like, I mean, there's some water coming in. So, wow, wow, when we bring our hearts and hands to something with intention, when we show up with intention. And friends, given that it's Water Communion Sunday, I want to share with you a water story. It was just a few weeks ago during that heat wave we had. It felt like forever. It was just five or six, maybe seven days. And I woke up early one morning and threw a towel around my neck and hopped on my bike and biked over to the South Beach on Lake Harriet. It was very early in the morning, so not a lot of people out and certainly no one on the beach and no one in the water. So I put the towel and my shirt and my bike helmet and my bike and just laid it all on the sand and then just started slowly walking out into the water, into the refreshing water. And at a certain point, it was deep enough where I could lean forward, and I just began to swim. And I know some of you kids have probably been taking swimming lessons or been playing in the water, and it's a cool moment when you lean in. Your head's still up. You can touch the ground a little bit, but you're swimming. And that's what I began to do. I lifted my feet and swam out, and I started to focus on my breathing, on my breath and the water that was holding me and the sun. I could see some light from the sun, the pinks and the yellows and the oranges in the sky. I could see the beginnings of light dancing across the leaves of the trees. And it was a prayerful place I found myself in. I thought about the people I would encounter during the day and the spirit with which I wanted to meet those people that I would meet during the day. And while I was out there in that prayerful place, I thought about the previous day I had lived, the things I wanted to let go of, the, the hurts I had done to others, whatever it was, those things I wanted to let go of. And then out in the water, a good distance now, and kids, if you've been swimming, you know this moment, you take a deep breath and you go down, into the water. And that's what I did out in Lake Harriet. I went down into the water, swimming down a ways, surrounded by water, and then boom, popped back out and took a deep breath and felt so alive and so refreshed that day. I came back to the shore and I walked out of the water and I have to tell you, I felt like a new person. I felt in some ways that I had been baptized into a new day, into a new life, into recommitting to walk with the spirit of love at the center of my life. It was a moment that woke me up and called me into the new day. And I suspect many of you have had moments with water like that. Maybe it's reflected in the water you brought here for our water communion ceremony today. Maybe you were walking by a neighbor's house in the cold of their sprinkler hit you. Or you jumped into Lake Superior and then right back out. <laughs> or you sat by the stillness of a creek or a river and found your mind slowing and wandering just like that water in some peace came upon you. You have brought water from those sacred places with you today, and if you haven't, you can easily imagine that sacred place that stirs you, that calls you, that awakens you on this day. 
The water we will gather in this ceremony, the water we will gather right here, we will purify that water. We will boil it and purify it and use it this year to bless and dedicate those young children in our service of dedication up here on this chancel as we dedicate them into lives of love and service. Though these child dedications are not baptisms, they are like a baptism. And I want to invite you on this day as we begin the church year together to stretch yourselves, to imagine that this water communion ceremony, this time, this ritual here, it is a kind of baptism as well. A time to awaken, to refresh, to step into new life, to recommit as a community to walking and moving in the spirit of love. As the Rebecca Parker explains in her book, Saving Paradise, she says, baptism has not always been understood as a ritual to wash away sins and save the soul for the afterlife. It's not always been understood as a washing away of sins and saving the soul for an afterlife. She reminds us that the early Christian communities understood eternal life to be about right here, right now. That, that it was a kind of life, a dedication to love that could exist right here. It was about creating paradise right here. And it was the ritual of baptism that cast humanity, that cast people into this new life, into this new way of being. Baptism was about letting go of old ways and old habits, not so much about life after death or a ticket to heaven, but a way to say, these habits, these patterns are no longer serving me. I reorient my life. And friends, when I have talked with so many of you, that is what you tell me. Not in those words, but you say you are here because there's something in your life that's not working. There are habits or patterns that are not serving you. They're not serving that deeper life within you. According to Rebecca Parker, for these early Christians to be baptized was to renounce allegiance to the polluting and false powers of Rome and the Roman Empire. And if you want to have a sense of what she's talking about when she says that, to renounce allegiance to the polluting and false powers of Rome and the Roman Empire, put in these words and feel how radical it sounds. To renounce allegiance to the polluting and false powers of the United States and the United States Empire. That's what she's talking about. That radical, that sense of, and I know there's different opinions and perspectives in this room, but she is saying it's that big of a turn that you make when you're baptized into this new life. It is about creating community that can flourish for all people. It is about all people having a decent and sustainable and love-filled life. And in that movement, you draw on a different source. You draw on Torah, the Jewish scriptures. You draw on spirit. You draw on wisdom. Don't miss this. The early understandings of baptism, not about saving your soul, it was that when you were baptized, you were reformed, recreated in your whole being into the spirit of love. And it gave you the power to love and respect others and to safeguard the well-being of the community. Baptism called men and women into new life, life grounded in the spirit and the power and the teachings of the human rabbi, Jesus. 
Baptism transported people out of their previous world and into a community of faith, a place that sought to create paradise here on earth. These communities of faith, instead of valuing individual success and ownership and power, they measured themselves by the well-being of the most vulnerable. They measured themselves by the well-being of the most vulnerable, by the creation of a sustainable and decent life for all. Once baptized into this community, the goal was to help life flourish in the face of imperial power, violence, and death. This is one way, one way we might understand this water communion ritual. You might understand it as an invitation a ritual into new life, into spiritual rebirth, into helping to create paradise here on earth. It's an invitation to jump into the river of life and love that flows through this place, to jump into this faith that claims we are all held by a love that will not let us go. It's an invitation to awaken and move in harmony with that love. This ritual is an invitation to plunge into the deep waters of faith and to be restored. It's an invitation to let go of the habits and old ways that destroy and diminish and cover the light that is in each of you. It's an invitation to walk with us as we grow ever more deeply into love's people. To walk with us as we engage in the spiritual work, the soul work of our racial justice commitment to walk with us as we build a house for Habitat for Humanity from the foundation all the way to the shingles on the roof, to walk with us in community circles, these circles of eight to ten spiritual companions, to walk with us, to walk with us as we find new ways to resist and push back against a culture that would have us numb out, overconsume, lose faith in our own moral voice. A culture that would have us believe that violence and war are unavoidable. On this day, friends and children, in this ritual, be baptized in the universalist spirit of love and hope. Step into new life. Begin again in love. Know that you are a vessel for divine and healing love. Come to the river. Amen.